Hello, everyone. This is a special message from Historian Splaining. As most of my listeners know, for the past few months, I've been researching and commenting on Shakespeare, starting with the facts that are known about his life from the documentary record, and then discussing the sonnets and what might be gleaned about him and his relationships from his sonnets. And my final installment about Shakespeare, which is also my first podcast for the new year, is about the Shakespeare authorship controversy, the debate over the idea that somebody else actually wrote the works of Shakespeare. So I recorded a very overly long and involved discussion of that question, trying to bring the knowledge and evidence about Shakespeare and his life and times to bear. And it is posted on Patreon for patrons only. But I will give you this little sample for my general audience about the only extended discussion or description of Shakespeare as a person penned by anyone who knew him from life. And that is the paragraph discussing Shakespeare and his personality, his acting, his writing, by Ben Jonson, the literary superstar of the early 1600s and the only prominent writer who ever wrote anything that anyone has ever found about Shakespeare. So if you want to hear the whole discussion of Shakespeare and the authorship controversy, please go to Patreon and sign up for any amount. Anyone who signs on at any amount, even if it's just a dollar, will help get to my next goal of 75 patrons, at which point I'll be able to commit to a regular monthly schedule of production for my audience. Shakespeare as a writer, when that isn't really what he was. But let's put that aside for a moment and look at the second and much more private discussion of Shakespeare that we find in Ben Jonson's writings, which is in one of the last passages of his memoirs that he collected over the years, and that were then later published after his death in 1641. So we're talking about probably composed 20 years or so after Shakespeare had died and then published later. And he has a paragraph where he talks about our Shakespeare, and he says, quote, I remember the players have often mentioned it as an honor to Shakespeare, that in his writing, whatsoever he penned, he never blotted out a line. My answer hath been, would he had blotted a thousand, which they thought a malevolent speech. I had not told posterity this, but for their ignorance, who choose that circumstance to commend their friend, whereby he most faulted, and to justify mine own candor. For I loved the man, and do honor his memory on this side idolatry as much as any. So here we we have Ben Jonson recalling a, a very awkward interaction, where he says the actors who remember Shakespeare, who dealt with him, and may maybe included Hemings and Condell, who helped to collect the first folio, they are praising Shakespeare, and they praise him by saying he never blotted out a line. Thus, this implies that when the actors received their play scripts to 
rehearse and perform the play, there were no corrections. Everything was clean. Well, for one thing, A number one, doesn't that sound a little shocking? This is something that I've never seen <laughs> Shakespeare scholars discuss. Can you actually believe that Shakespeare delivered plays with no corrections? Which is something apparently unheard of at the time, right? There would be blottings, editings, notes, revisions. Did Shakespeare not revise his work? How did this happen? Well, anyway, the actors consider this a good thing, maybe because it made it easier for them to act the plays. Ben Jonson says, well, would he had blotted a thousand? I wish he had corrected or taken out lines. It is not a good thing, in Jonson's view, that he didn't make revisions. And this seems to be in line with Jonson's general kind of opinion, current of opinion about Shakespeare, that he was not a refined or masterful writer, that he was sloppy. But then he says, but I don't want them to think this means I didn't like Shakespeare. right? And he goes on to discuss his personal dealings and interactions with Shakespeare. And he says, I loved the man and do honor his memory on this side idolatry as much as any. Okay, maybe true, maybe not. And he says, he was indeed honest and of an open and free nature, had an excellent fantasy, brave notions, and gentle expressions, wherein he flowed with that facility that sometimes it was necessary he should be stopped. So this seems to resonate with other things we've heard about Shakespeare, like in The Groatsworth of Wit. He bombasts out a line of blank verse, right? He seems to be a guy who considers himself witty and can speak extemporaneously and improvise with eloquence. He no longer, at this point, Johnson no longer says anything about him as a writer or a playwright. He's now talking about how he behaved in person. It was sometimes necessary he should be stopped. Suflaminandus erat as Augustus said of Heterius, his wit was in his own power, would the rule of it had been so. So he makes this classical allusion here to Heterius, who was a Roman orator who was known to be eloquent but to go on too long. He's using a very appropriate classical allusion here, right? This He, he couldn't shut up, right? <laughs> Sometimes you had to, to try to shut him up. And he goes on to say, many times he fell into those things, could not escape laughter. As when he said in the person of Caesar, one speaking to him, Caesar, thou dost me wrong, he replied, quote, Caesar did never wrong, but with just cause, and such like, which were ridiculous. So here he's describing a scene that he seems apparently to have seen in person, right? Shakespeare in the person of Caesar. He is acting the part of Julius Caesar. And the other actor says to him, Caesar, thou dost me wrong. And Shakespeare replies, Caesar did never wrong, but with just cause. And according to Johnson, people laughed at this. They found it ridiculous. This is in line with his reference to Shakespeare again as a monument, right? A person who, who invites ridicule. And Johnson is claiming that this is the sort of thing Shakespeare did. This was a common occurrence. He would make up lines or compose lines on the fly or maybe get them wrong erroneously in a silly, ridiculous way that people laughed at. Now, this exact line doesn't appear in the play Julius Caesar as we see it in the first folio. Rather, the line flows logically as it appears in the play. So what seems to be happening here, according to Ben Jonson's anecdote, is either that Shakespeare flubbed the line or that he was kind of working on the fly 
and improvising something that didn't work and later had to be ironed out so that it appears correct in the play. Now, the latter possibility seems to be precluded by what we see earlier in the same passage, that the actors said Shakespeare didn't make corrections. So this seems to imply here that possibly Shakespeare is messing up his own lines in his own play, (laughs) and that this is part of what people found silly and ridiculous about Shakespeare. So again, this raises the possibility or the question Did Johnson have these sort of confused, conflicting, mixed feelings about Shakespeare? Because on the one hand, he considered him a great writer and was impressed with his work, but on the other hand, in person, found him to be silly and pompous and ridiculous.